What's up guys, it is Hot Take Without the Hot Take here and welcome back to another episode of Junior Senior 2 Views. Hey, hey, hey. All-Star Weekend in the MLB just happened. Uh, what did we think of the game? Very fun to watch. Very interesting. We had Nestor Cortez doing his his antics on the mound, which were funny. Uh, Alec Manoa get, having that, um, having, being mic'd up, which I think they should do for, uh, I think they should do more of in regular season games. I think that's really fun uh, for social media teams to do for specific franchises. I think that's a really good idea. Um, AL took it, and they play, They were really, really good. I'm just thankful that Bud Selig isn't around anymore to say, oh, which, whoever, what, the league that wins the All-Star game gets home field advantage in the World Series. I'm so thankful that's not a thing anymore. That's that was my biggest takeaway from that. But because the AL, AL pretty much dominated. But what you, what were your thoughts? Uh look, I think it was interactive. I like the idea that they mic'd up players. It wasn't a high-scoring game. It was three-two, and John Carlos Stanton got the MVP yep. for the game. Um, it wasn't a lot of scoring from the NL or really the AL. I mean, I think that. The, the interaction with the players is sort of good because it was a distraction away from the game really getting boring. So yeah. I, I think it wasn't as... And I look, I think it's about making it a level playing field. This is the ninth straight win for the AL. I don't know what it says about the NL. You know, there's no DH involved well, here. A, or anything well, like that. so look, it's, it's the all-star game. It doesn't I, I still, really I, matter. I, I think it still should matter because I think it's still about one faction against the against the other one. And it doesn't I know, say about... It, that's what I think. I think I think it still should be a situation where it's a it's a sh- it's a show. It's a spectacle. It is a show, but it's not about the All Star game. It was more about the home run derby that yeah. was won by Juan Soto. Juan Soto. So uh, Pete couldn't carry on the 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 dynasty. Oh well, was beaten by Julio Rodriguez. You can only win so many of yeah. those. But the, but the, you know, it was a stacked home run derby, which oh, is was, probably yeah. more the takeaway from the All Star game itself. So having those other things, um, I think add. To the fact that it's more than just about the actual. I don't think I don't think they're ever going to put in a pitching challenge just because of how taxing pitching is um, on on pitchers. I don't challenge. Nobody cares about pitching challenge. Yeah, I don't think they're ever going to. Nobody cares about that. I mean, that's something that's never. And it and it risks um, pitchers um, getting injured because pitching is very. Pitching challenge of what? What's the what's the challenge? I don't know. Some type of pitching challenge. No, it's not like hockey where they're sitting there smacking the ball around each other. No, I don't think so. What's I'm gonna do the next one. You can go. I'll ask you the next question. Mm -hmm. Um, let me find it. I help. Okay. It's a man we just mentioned. Yes. So, what's next for Juan Soto after turning down the contract offer for the Nationals? Yeah, fifteen years, four hundred and forty million dollars rejected. It would have made him the highest paid player in league, in not just league history, in sports history. Yeah, in pro sports history. But he's turned it down. I think this is a bigger issue surrounding how the Nationals are right now. Um, they're not good. Uh, they're going through a rebuild and. It's obvious Juan Soto doesn't want to waste his prime years in a rebuild. So he uh, he hasn't fully requested a trade yet, but the Nationals are exploring trade options. One team that's been brought up are the Mets. I don't really want it because uh, for a couple reasons. I don't want to get uh, in in a Juan Soto trade. Every every scenario I've seen has included both or one of. 
Francisco Alvarez or Brett Batty, Brett Beatty, two of the Mets' best prospects right now. I don't want to. I wouldn't want to be giving up either of them. Secondly, and secondly, uh, the Mets need a lot more than just Juan Soto. They right now they're the Mets are chugging along, but they need a DH and they also need to. They need to shore up the bullpen. So I don't think a Juan a big Juan Soto trade giving up all the farm would really help with that. Okay. So I I agree. I don't I don't think that he goes to the Mets. I don't even think the Yankees are even sniffing. No, no, right. no. The Yankees don't. And the need Nationals him. are also going through a lot of ownership issues right now. Yeah. So there's no The Lerner family are looking to sell right. a team. So they're looking to sell a team. So if you're Juan Soto, I, I actually there's a couple of things that obviously are underneath the surface. Like for starters, uh, it's reported that he took a commercial flight and that wasn't obviously chartered by the Nationals to get to the home run derby. So that's maybe something to consider. Like there's maybe some, you know, bristleness there between him and ownership. Um, you know, they would want a man. They would want a hall of things. Yeah. For Soto, they would want a. Ma- but they also would like to build around him. Yeah. So to allow that to be the case where. You know they would be not lose him like they did Harper. But it might but, it might not be their decision though. It might not be their decision at the end of the day. If he's if he genuinely wants out, then they're going to have to find the best deal for him. Um, if you look at and they the the Mets can give a good package for yeah, him, but, still, but it's in division. He's still under contract. It's yeah. not a situation where this was on top of. This is on top of what he. Well, is he going? Done. Is he going into arbitration this off season? Well, who knows? But I don't. I, don't, I just don't see a situation where. Because if he is, they're gonna have to pay him. I don't see a situation where he goes this season. I just don't. I just don't think that that the team that's gonna want him is gonna have him for a rental situation, and then the money he's gonna want after. Well, that there's not. There's not too many teams right now who. Who really want to mortgage the farm? I or have the um the the capital or, or are contending or are have the um or have the farm system to be able to produce a return that the Nationals will find fair enough to give up a franchise player like Juan Soto. Okay. So nice. I don't I don't see him being traded either. Okay. MLB fact or fiction: The Seattle Mariners will get a playoff spot. I say yes. I say yes. Okay. I think they. I mean, they they keep winning. They yeah. won like fifteen in a row. Yeah. So and they and they were this close last year. Yeah, they were. And I think their close. their schedule is actually quite soft. So I mean, I think their schedule would would give them credence to get that playoff spot. They got some good players out there. Yep. They got Robbie Ray anchoring the staff. I think it's a team that you know has been a, a long drought. It's been a long time coming. I actually believe that the Seattle Mariners will get a wild card spot this season. I like the roster that they have. I like how Julio Rodriguez is is currently developing into the franchise face they've been looking for. Mm-hmm. Robbie Ray was a great pickup. Yep. Whether Mitch Haniger can be, get back healthy for them is a, it will give them an extra an extra piece for that hitting core, hitting and fielding core. But because Mitch Haniger is a great um, a great fielder as well they are in a wild card spot just behind tampa bay right so it's pot it's very very possible um they have a game on toronto and but um toronto are pretty dangerous as well yeah but um, i don't have faith in toronto like i would right now they did they did go through a slump toronto and they fired T- charlie montoya yeah but they fired him when they were over 500 yeah yeah which made no sense well no I, they fired him because they were in a 10 game uh, they're a 10 game I losing know, streak. but i don't I, Whatever. Either way, I don't have faith in Toronto. I, I still say Seattle's gonna 
secure one of those two spots. But I think Boston are uh, are pulling off some wins. They're only two games back from the wild card spot. I so, know. I still I still so, think that Seattle. Will it it, it is possible. I will concede that it is possible for right. Seattle to get it. Next, Aaron Judge will finish a season with more than sixty home runs. I think it's fact. Uh, he's he's on a tear. Like he's he, he's just hitting the ball so efficiently with elite plate discipline, elite power that we've mm. come to know from Aaron Judge. Yep. He's gonna get more than sixty. I think it's almost a given. Okay. Does he? Does he? Is it possible? His throwing another thing. Could he go past that and potentially? Beat Mark McGuire's single season record. No, I, although I think, that record's with an asterisk. Yeah, I, I don't. No, uh, no like, you, mean, you mean Bonds? You mean Bonds? I'm talking about Mark McGuire, Sammy Sosa. The oh, okay. chase for the home run. Mark McGuire did pip out Sammy Sosa with more home yep. runs that season. I don't think he'll get there, but I think he'll get more than sixty. He strikes out an awful lot. He does. I don't he know. does. He he does. He does a lot. He does. I don't think he'll get. Get that far, but I think he'll get more than sixty. All right, next one. Look at the next one. Um, the Orioles will get a wild card spot. I think. Uh, yep yeah, you you can answer this one. Fiction. Mm-hmm. I don't think they're getting. It. I agree with you. Although I am pleasantly surprised at the strides the Orioles have make uh, have made in their rebuild. Yeah. Adley Rutschman has been great since he's been called up. Uh, Cedric Mullins. Mm-hmm. They they have guys who are starting to round into their hitting core. Mm-hmm. The only problem, and it's been a problem with Baltimore for the past how like what how many, however many years now like like what four years okay. pitching they they haven't been able to develop pitchers, right. and every time they've had good pitching prospects, they haven't been able to develop them, and they've gone elsewhere and developed them to what they were supposed okay. to be, i.e., Kevin Gossman. Right, right. Yep. So. I mean, 46 and 46 is the all-star break. It's more wins that they actually had. Most people didn't predict they'd have 46 wins. I think it's fiction just from the standpoint of they haven't necessarily faced their East Eastern counterparts yet. Yeah. And that'll be that'll destroy their yeah. record. I think it, it's definitely a big a good step in the right direction. They just need to get develop pitching uh, efficiently. Okay. And there's also some ownership turmoil with the Angelos family. Uh, there's a bit of infighting within their family. Okay, well, Whether they stay in Baltimore long term is another thing okay. to talk about. All right, next. All right, um, you can ask. You you can ask. Uh, the White Sox will catch the Twins for first place. I think it's utter fiction. No way are the White Sox. I think it's fact. Unless okay, I'll li- I'll give this a caveat. They will get. Uh, I think they have a chance to. If they fire Tony Larusa, oh really? Because he's the only thing that's holding this White Sox group back from what they can be. This White Sox group should be running the AL Central. They should be, but Tony Larusa is going through his octogenarian crisis, where he's making baffling decisions, where he can't relate to the modern player, i.e., intentionally walking Jose Ramirez on an 0 and one count. When was this? That was like a week. That was like a couple days ago. Okay. That was like a week ago, a couple days ago. He walked Jose Ramirez on an zero and one count. One of the best hitters in the game right now. Right. What? What? Okay. okay, I still say it's fact. Just because it's the AL Central, hear me you out. You need to they, give the Twins are, their flowers right now. They are four games behind the three. Three games behind the Twins and what? Tied in practically tied with the Guardians. I just think it's the AL Central, and and again, Tony La Russa is not getting fired because Reinsdorf, Reinsdorf, and because 
They went that. to the playoffs last year. In spite of him, not because well, of him. And it doesn't matter in spite of or because of. They went to the playoffs last year. I know you hate coaches, and he's your new. No, I don't. Hate. I don't hate managers hate. or coaches. No, 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 no. I know. Let me talk. You transition no, your no. anger from him. No, 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 no. I don't hate coaches or managers. I actually. Uh, here's the thing: coaches and managers who don't perform and who who are. Co- converts to the Dunning-Kruger effect, okay, okay, thinking okay. that everything they're doing is correct and yes. nothing will stop them. That those are the coaches and managers who I will who I will criticize, such as Tony Larusa, who has let the game pass him by over the past two seasons. Okay, all right, calm all right, down. moving on. Uh will Donovan Mitchell be a Nick soon? Oh my goodness, the rumors are no. for for I'm gonna around. say no. I'm gonna say that. It's too much. Whatever whatever Utah wants, yeah. they're not going to get from the Knicks. They shouldn't yeah. get it from the Knicks. And, they, and the Knicks shouldn't even shouldn't even consider it. Because you're giving up how much you would have to give up quickly, Barrett easily, yeah, Toppin yeah, easily, and a, a quote, historic haul of first-round picks would, would, would probably be seven. You're basically mortgaging your entire future for the shortest backcourt in the game. Both Jalen Brunson and him are listed at 6-1. And he's defensively... And they're both defensive liabilities. So that would be a stupid trade. I don't think the Knicks should make it. The Knicks won't make the trade because it's it's too much. It's too much... It's bankrolling their future for for what? A chance to maybe get into the seventh spot? You know, really, I mean, that's what... I mean, really, if that's what we're shooting for, that's what we're getting. Because that's as good as it's going to get. And it's also... It's also... It's not practical. For them to make of that move. Of course it's not. It's, it's not it's practical not. at all in a basketball sense. It's not practical. As I said, you've got a six you've got a backcourt of a six one Jalen Brunson and a six one Donovan Mitchell who are both defensively um lia- liability defensive liabilities, one less one more than the other, i.e. Donovan Mitchell is more of a defensive liability than Brunson is. Okay. Alright, moving on. Yep, yeah, you go. Yankees lose in double headed to Astros. Something or nothing? I think it's nothing. Um, they, they they lose in a doubleheader to a team that they're pretty equal to uh, in terms of talent level. Uh, Jordan Alvarez is still hitting with absolute authority. Um, I think I think it's I think it's nothing right now. Um, the Yankees are still on a tear. They're still winning games. They're staying consistent. Even if they lost a doubleheader to a team that has their talent level. And and is pushing for a World Series title doesn't really mean much to me. I'd say it's something just because at the end of the day the Yankees have gotten cold. They've cooled down a little bit. Last seventeen games are eight nine, so they're not they're not. And, and I think if you if you're going against the your counterpart of the best team in the West, it's all about the records. Well, right now they have a massive cushion. It's all about the record. It's all about the record, and if they start to falter. And it's about having you know control of, of home field. Yeah, that's what you want if you're the Yankees right now. So, I mean, again, where the Yankees are are not as proficient is in their starting pitching, and the starting pitching showed in both games. Both yeah. games, starting pitching was not good, and so th- you should be somewhat concerned. I know it's only July, but every loss towards the end of the season will count if you're talking about home field. 
Well, look, they've got a massive. Even if they don't get home field, they've got a they've got a massive gap on the AL East. It's basically uh, they're they're up by fifteen in the AL East. They're gonna win the AL East. It's pretty much a given at this well, it's point. Well, not about the AL East. It's right now Unless it's there's a historic collapse, they're gonna win the AL East. It's as simple as that. They're gonna make the playoffs, even if they don't get the the home field advantage. All right. What does it tell you that the 49ers have told Jimmy Jesus' agents to seek a trade? Now, they are... What what are your thoughts on this? It tells me that they're going to move on. They're going to move on, and they're going to stick with Trey Lance. Yeah. That's what's telling me. It's telling me that they're saying to Jimmy Garoppolo, we're not not pursuing any... We're going to pursue a trade. We want you to be... We don't want to be behind the scenes on this. We're going to be in plain sight doing everything you need to do to move you on. Yeah, it's they could get a decent haul for him, maybe like a first-round pick if a team is desperate enough because I know a couple of teams that would probably be quarterback hungry. But um, I just I, – I think they're jumping the gun on this one. I think they need, they need, they need someone as a, as a stopgap. For for Trey Lance, because if you look at Trey Lance, he had very little games as a starter in college, and he was he's still considered a massive project. He had what a couple starts last season. He had a couple starts last season where he looked okay. I I don't think he's ready yet. Okay, he has. Well. He, here's the thing about Trey Lance. His his um ceiling is sky high. Mm-hmm. He can be a franchise quarterback. He can be a multiple time All Pro, but his his um his floor is bust level. Okay, That's okay, his floor. Cool. So you gotta you gotta make sure you're developing him carefully because okay, we so, don't really uh, know what this guy can be. This is the thing. At this point, obviously, San Francisco knows more than both of us. Yeah. So they obviously feel that there's enough pieces out there to support Trey Lance to be successful. And you have an offensive-minded coach who's going to do that as well. They do. So yeah. I and and the thing for me is. There's only a couple teams left, really, if you're talking about which team wants to start a quarterback or needs one. We know the Browns need one because reportedly they got they, – they're like trying out A.J. McCarron and Josh Rosen. They, they, signed, they signed they Josh signed Rosen. Them. So Josh Rosen might get a chance if Jacoby – she got backup for backup for backup. And you don't know what's going to happen with Deshaun Watson. Chances are he's suspended for at least first half of the season. Yeah. Then you have Seattle. They think they're going to be going forward with two backups – so really, there's, it's pick and choose. But Jimmy Garoppolo costs a lot of money. Yeah. And so which team really wants to put down the money? And also assets. And also assets in draft picks. Yeah. So, uh, so and uh, you said on pieces around Trey Lance, I think the 49ers have their supporting cast in place. It's just about developing him. They have they have a fantastic offensive line anchored by Trent Williams. They have a great defense anchored by. By Nick Bosa and Fred Warner, mm-hmm. they they all they're still trying to work out negotiations with Debo Samuel. Pay the guy. Um, it's just about developing him. That's okay. all you got to do. Okay. Next question. All right. What do you take from the reported phone call between LeBron, AD, and Russell, in which they commit to each other? I think it's um, look. The Lakers right now have a lot more have. Uh, I don't think they have a lot of they they don't have any answers in my opinion. They have questions surrounding what they need to do. I mean, you had Kendrick Perkins saying that he predicts Anthony Davis will have an MVP bounce back season. 
I don't know. It's all about whether um, Russ can get back to at least a good form. LeBron is LeBron. We already know what he's going to bring. He's one of the best. He he has been arguably the best player in the league last season and, and throughout his entire career. career. We already know he, what, he, what LeBron's going to bring. Is AD going to stay healthy? And is Russ going to come back effective? Because he's headstrong. And also the sporting cast around them. It's kind of all over the place yikesy. So they need an effective supporting cast around them as well. I mean, this is all just speculation. And you know, were the guys calling each other to talk about the season? I don't think so. It's July. No, nobody's doing anything yet. So, yeah, I don't know what that means. And they don't have a choice but to commit to each other. Yeah. If that's what the phone call's about. They're stuck with each other. Yeah. Okay? There's been no moves for Russ. He's there. He signed a one-year deal. He's there for another year. Um, really, uh, Anthony Davis needs to remain out of street clothes and not be criticized anymore by everybody seeing him in the stands instead of on the court. And LeBron has to play. Right now, the Lakers are sort of that meat in a sandwich because you have the teams above them and the teams below them, and they're right in the middle. Mm-hmm. And, and the teams below them aren't that bad either because they've made their moves. A team like Portland... Will surprise people because they've made some moves. Can't say that about the Lakers because they haven't really made any moves that which would make the ground shake. Because yeah. really, it comes down to those three, and I don't see that. I don't see the Lakers being competitive. I can see the Lakers getting dusted on most nights against younger teams, and we know this. Well, I gotta see. Uh, I gotta wait. I gotta. I'm checking on the Lakers. I'm not gonna say definitively whether they're going to be competitive or going to be a total flop and next season. And it's a new season. coach and first Darvin coach. Ha- Darvin Ham. It might as well be LeBron's team because LeBron's going to listen to him anyway. Late team 3.0 or 4.0 or whatever it is right now. Lovely. Okay. Yeah, you got yeah, this you one. You got this one. All right. All right. Uh, what do you think of Kyler Murray reaching terms on a new contract? Finally, he gets his money. I He gets his money. What do you think? It, it, it was about time. I think that this was going to happen. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's an important milestone. Yep. But it doesn't. It, it sort of puts aside all the doubts because of the playoff. And you can say the play, his first playoffs, he didn't play well. But there was a lot of things that didn't go well in that game. It wasn't yeah. just his play. It was a complete play on uh, both sides a, of that team. It was a okay? failure. So, you know, all that sort of you know, removing his account and all that business... It's all squashed now. Yeah. He's got the contract. He's second highest paid. Yeah. So and and I guess I guess timing's one thing because now you wonder you're like, well, hang on, your friend Cliff Kingsbury, your mm-hmm. your boy, mm. and Steve Kime both got contract extensions before we even talk about Kyler Murray. Yeah. It doesn't exempt him, particularly Cliff Kingsbury. What it yeah. says to me is now you better start performing because you could be out of a job. Well before him, Kyler Murray. Yeah. And that squashes everything. So they need Kyler Murray. He's exciting. He's electric. He had a good season up until he got hurt. Yeah. And then suddenly the second half went all down the toilet. Yeah. Well, this is this is the thing. I I think the contract is pretty reasonable for what Kyler provides. I think he's a franchise qu- quarterback. Uh, the team around him is kind of... A lot of question marks. I think a lot went right for them last last season. I think a lot went right for them last season. Uh, based on the veterans they brought in, 
based on everyone staying healthy for a little bit of time. Um, and, of course, you get the Cliff Kingsbury special of second-half collapses. What this signals to me is um, the Bidwells sort of, sort of, you know what, give everyone an extension and we'll see what happens. I think for the Cardinals to even have any, to even begin to wash away the failure of that, um, that, that wild card game, they need to fire both Kingsbury and Kime. <laughs> Hollywood Brown is it's a good pick. Yes. I, I think I think um, Hollywood Brown was a good pickup for them. It was a bit of an overpay a first round pick, but I think well, this is he all has he, he has upside potential for a weapon for Kyler. Okay. Um, it's just about if I don't know with it, it's always about Kingsbury led teams collapsing. It's happened every single season, and this isn't even hearsay. This isn't even me hate, criticizing him because I don't like him. Yeah, I don't like him. I, I don't like him. But go. because he's a bad coach. Every year at Texas Tech, second half collapse. Every year he's had at the Cardinals, a second half collapse. This man constantly does this. It's a pattern. It's a trend, and they need okay, to get rid of well, him. Well, this means that he's on, he's on the clock, obviously. Yep. One last thing. A happy birthday to... Ben Simmons. Oh, he Lord. turns twenty six. So that's uh, great. Ben Simmons gets to blow out some candles and start anew with a new team, the Nets. He gets to, hopefully he's back from his hopefully be ready to play at the start of season. Hopefully he, he may or may not have Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving next to him, which would be more pressure on him. Yeah. In a different market, let's say even harder than Philadelphia, but uh, happy birthday to Ben yeah. Simmons. Look, happy birthday to Ben Simmons. I just think with Simmons right now in his career, he had in six seasons, two of the two one of them he hasn't played at all. No. He hasn't evolved at all. We know this. At all. You look at his stats, he hasn't progressed as a first round pick. Okay. Well, as a first overall pick. Even. Well now he, now's his chance. In, in his in this era of um shooting the basketball. We he hasn't this. learned to shoot the basketball. Well, he hadn't needed to. Yeah. And when it, until it really counted. Yeah. <laughs> he didn't need to until it really counted. And that's the problem. It's not a situation where it's just him not evolving. It's the fact that no one's gotten him to evolve. And the fact that Philadelphia placated to everything he wanted and it still wasn't enough yeah. really stunned, stunned me at the yeah, time. Yeah, but, well, you know... His last game as a sixer, we know how that went. Oh, that and was... that was him saying goodbye. He didn't want to deal with the frying pan. That was a failure. And he went from the frying pan into a deeper frying pan in, in the Brooklyn. Oh, well. I well think that's, that's it. That's our show for this week. Uh, if you're coming from TikTok, welcome. welcome. We do these things one or two times a week. Depends on how we're feeling. More MLB as we get to the next half of the season. Mm-hmm. We are covering baseball more. Mm-hmm. Uh, more NBA rumor mill. NFL preseason is starting to heat up. Mm-hmm. We're getting more more on that, and we'll see you guys next week. Bye-bye.